This is the In Focus podcast from the Hindu. Hello and welcome to the Hindu's In Focus podcast with me Amit Barua, your host for this episode. 5 months have passed without the government appointing a chief of defense staff. The post fell vacant after General Bipin Rawat died in a tragic helicopter crash on December. It was speculated that the former army chief General Manoj Bukund Narwane would be appointed the new CDS but he retired from service at the end of April why has the government not appointed a new chief of defense staff can a retired chief be appointed to the job or will the post created with much fanfare go to either the serving air force or navy chief given that general manoj pandey has just been appointed the chief of army staff to discuss these issues i am joined by senior journalist and defense analyst rahul bedi Welcome to the In Focus podcast, Rahul. Thank you, Rahul. My first question: Why has the government not appointed a new CDS? That is the latest who done it as to why the government hasn't done so. Because as you said in your introduction, it's been exactly five months since General Rawat died. He died on the ninth of December in the helicopter crash, and there is absolutely no explanation as to why the government hasn't made an appointment. and surprisingly even the strategic community of retired military officers who were in fact for years and years in fact for almost two decades demanding the appointment of a cds have been absolutely silenced so there is so many conspiracy theories that are abounding that nobody really knows what the situation is rahul before i return to some of the points you made can you explain to our listeners what was the rationale for creating a cds post and what is the role of the cds in india's defense and strategic planning well this demand for a cds has been around for several decades but it gained momentum after the kargil war and the reason it gained momentum after the kargil war was that there was very simply no jointness between the two service between all the three services between the army navy and air force so they wanted a joint chief of defense staff who would bother the jointness and collaboration between the three services in case of a conflict now that was really the rationale behind it but it took about 20 years for the appointment to be made which was finally done in december of 2019 when general rawat the newly retired army chief was made the chief of defense staff now the chief of defense staff broadly has three responsibilities he is a secretary in the newly created department of military affairs he is the chairman joint chiefs of staff for all the three services which basically means that all the three services report to him and thirdly he is responsible for equipping all the three services on a priority basis so the chief of defense staff as envisaged in the form of general rawat had multiplicity of responsibilities and he wore broadly broadly three hats and it was an important appointment to be made which uh, mr modi's uh, bjp government made and announced in fact in from the red fort in august of 2019 and that in fact adds to the mystery because the fanfare in which the appointment was made is in direct or inverse proportion to the silence over the last 5 months right 
So, Rahul, tell us, is it possible for the government, you know, in your writings, um, you know, obviously many of these theories that you were talking about earlier, uh, you know, you've referred to them. So, is it theoretically possible for the government to appoint a retired, say, army chief or naval chief to the, the post of CDS? Is, is that permissible? You know, I think this is the CDS is really a work in progress and the rules are really being made as we go along. In fact, this five-month gap is shown that not enough thought had gone into the appointment of a CDS and not enough thought had gone into the responsibilities that were given to the CDS. So, in theory, anything is possible. And in fact, not only is the a retired chief being considered, in fact, the three-star officers are also in the running to be appointed to a four-star post. So now all this is going to make things extremely complicated for the morale in the military. And the longer this appointment is delayed, the more the conspiracy theories will abound and more the morale in the services will uh, suffer because uh, there's a lot of jockeying, a lot of lobbying, a lot of activity of that kind that's going on within the military, which is not at all good for either discipline, command or control or morale. So, you know, so why, I mean, why this procrastination? I'm after, as you said, it was announced with, you know, a lot of uh, deliberation and a lot of fanfare. And obviously, uh, there is a role now which has been set out for the chief of defense staff. So why is it that you think the government is yet to make up its mind? Or is it waiting that they have focused on a particular individual and waiting for that person's time to come? Is that how they're going about it? What is your sense? As I said to you earlier, I think they're having a rethink about the responsibilities that have been given to the CDS. Because one of the theories doing the rounds in what I call the services langar is that they are going to split the responsibility of the CDS between a CDS and Secretary Department of Military Affairs. Now, Department Secretary Department of Military Affairs is a newly created job. Now, they are considering that they would uh, take that responsibility away from the CDS's post and give it to somebody else within the military and leave the CDS purely as a sort of a military figure who would then push forward jointness between the three services. But again, you know, nobody but nobody has any idea as to how the cards are going to fall as far as the new CDS is concerned. And there is also some speculation that maybe the government is having a rethink about pointing a new CDS and will just procrastinate till the whole matter just dissipates and disappears. So all kinds of theories are abounding and I'm there are very many conspiracy theories about the politicization of the post, about some of the officers who were in the running, who were close to certain people within government, who the government was not very happy with. When I say the government, I mean the prime minister and the home minister and the national security advisor, who really are the three main people in, this, in the appointment. So it's very difficult to say why this has not been done. So it's it's given rise to very unnecessary speculation, which is not at all good for the future of the military. 
Rahul, you referred to this term jointness, and we often see this, see this used in defense parlance. So, can you tell us a little bit about what kind of jointness or combined functioning has been achieved after the appointment of the CDS, and how are some of these combined or joint commands coming along? As things stand today, the three services have seventeen individual commands. There are seven in the army. There are seven in the air force, and the remaining are divided between the navy and the various services in terms of training commands and and uh, logistics commands. the The idea that General Rawat was pushing was to coalesce them into five joint commands. A joint command would comprise army and air force principally. and there would be a maritime command which would which would be based somewhere in the south probably in karwar in karnataka which would look after you know the indian ocean and the littoral states so these were all commands in in progress as it were and in fact some of the objections and some of the problems were going to be ironed out by all the three services giving recommendations by june this year now nobody really knows what state those recommendations are at because with general rawat dying in december presumably those recommendations are ready but there is nobody to put them up to so i mean the entire reorganization of what was known as the five theater commands comprising all three services the status is in a complete and total state of flux and nobody knows who to report to who to give these these recommendations to and how to progress these theater commands in future to pick up a point you made a little while earlier about uh, you know the fact that the posts of the cds uh, came out during the kargil review and you know a bjp government and successive congress governments didn't you know appoint a cds there were some concerns within government at that time on appointing a cds so do you think that these concerns as you mentioned they are again at work and that's why this rethink well if these concerns are again at work obviously then not enough homework was done in when the appointment was made in the end of 2019 because presumably with the appointment having been made all those concerns had been overcome it's quite possible that some of these concerns have resurfaced it's possible that some new concerns have resurfaced as i said about the responsibilities of the cds but it's it's all a complete and total mystery and what is surprising is that there is complete and total radio silence on the part of not only the government but also the retired community retired service community which was very vociferous and very vocal about the lack of a cds but now that a cds has been institutionalized there is a total radio silence over the second cds that needs to be appointed and i think the sooner a second cds is appointed i think it will put to rest a lot of speculation and perhaps again i must add that the government as you mentioned that they were thinking of appointing a retired officer they would have to tweak the rules because retired officers are not looked upon very kindly within the service by serving officers and such a precedent would be the first of its kind and this could i'm not saying it will but it could give rise to other demands within the civilian sector 
for the reappointment of retired people in senior positions. And it also triggers a lack of confidence within the serving community, which in turn, as I keep repeating, will have an effect on morale within the services. Right. So also, you know, you, you mentioned that the role of the CDS is also to act like a principal strategic advisor to government. And, you know, we have a, our fair share of challenges, uh, you know, in the neighborhood uh, in which we are located. So how do you think that role has panned out, especially, you know, when it comes to the challenge from China and the challenge from Pakistan? challenge from Pakistan and the challenge from China, particularly over the last two years, has been managed reasonably well by the General Rawat when he was around. I think he was fairly instrumental in, in jointness between particularly the Army and the Air Force, because the brunt of the challenge along the line of control with China, the disputed line of control, with, uh, line of actual control with China, the LAC, has been managed mostly by the Army and the Air Force in very working very closely together. And that has worked out. But again, you know, the, the, the arrangement that was there before the uh, CDS appointments came about was the Chairman Chiefs of Staff Committee. Now, that means that meant at that point in time, till General Rawat was appointed the CDS, that the senior most service officer or senior most serving officer of the three services would be the chairman chiefs of staff. Now, after General Rawat passed away, General Naravne, who was the army chief, was the senior most, and he was appointed chairman chiefs of staff committee to kind of keep the whole keep the ball rolling. Now, after General Naravne has retired on the 30th of April, the Air Force chief is the senior most. And technically, he should have been automatically appointed chairman chiefs of staff, but he hasn't. And today is the 9th of May, and we've had nine days in which uh, there is no chairman chiefs of staff, there is no CDS. So in a sense, the hierarchy of the three services or the overarching authority of the three services is absent. So that means that obviously the challenges that we face along the line of actual control with China and along the line of control with Pakistan are somewhat affected. I would not say they are. Uh, there's a crisis brewing there, but there is a certain level of collaboration and cooperation between the services that would probably be adversely impacted. Rahul Bedi. Thank you so much for talking to the Hindus in Focus podcast. Thank you. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by the Hindu. We'll see you soon.